I actually hadn't had a test ride before I bought it. I just made the decision and knew I'm going to get it. I called around local places because I couldn't wait for delivery. What's up, guys? We're back with another episode of Eastgate Chat with Evolve. And on this episode, we have Eliza from Brisbane. How you doing? Yeah, very good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so you've been part of the local group here, sort of where Evolve HQ is based for what, years now. How long have you been riding? Uh, two years. So uh, just before Christmas 2018, I bought myself the board, uh, two-in-one. It would have taken about 11 months till I switched to street wheels. So the first year was on AT. The second year has been on street wheels. Cool. So did you start with the GT? Uh, yes, Carbon GT. On the AT. And then what boards do you have at the moment? Uh, Carbon GT and Stoke. Uh, I see. You, you come to a lot of the group rides and you're riding street. So you made that switch over to street pretty quickly? Or I after did. the 10 months? Yeah, I did. So just before the my first Christmas ride... I switched over to street and haven't looked back since. I'll, I'll still use AT if we're going off-road, that sort of thing. But majority of the time, yeah, street, it's a lot of fun. So one of, one of the things that caught our attention recently was you put out a video on your stoke and you were dancing around on it. So dancing is fancy footwork on a board, walking up and down, all, all that sort of stuff. And you got quite a lot of love online. That video got like tons of likes and heaps of comments and... Did that sort of trigger you to go, hey, people want to know how to do this? What was that process in you taking it from there to offering these demo sessions you've been doing? Yeah, definitely. Um, originally, I sort of played around with dancing, did that for a little while. And then after a while, I just sort of posted that video. And um, from then, uh, I got a lot of questions of people asking if I teach and that sort of thing. Uh, which I don't normally do, but people were interested. So since then, we've sort of started casual skate practice, muck around, just have a small group, people to sort of have a bit of a practice. So that's been good. Was it surprising the amount of interest you did get on that original post? It was for me, yeah. It's not something I expected, but it's, yeah, I think a bit of good's come out of it. So a lot of people keen to have a go and people getting together which is yeah really good to see that's what it's all about um what kind of people are coming along to these lessons or mini group skate sessions it's uh it's actually a mix of skill levels um some people who like the other day they just picked up their board that very same day uh and other people who've been uh riding for years and doing a lot of slides and a lot of tricks already one of the other guys is uh pretty much riding in switch, practicing that and doing slides in switch, which, yeah, is next level, I think. It's definitely a tricky one. If you, if you think you've progressed, start riding switch and then you start again. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's something um, a lot of people should explore more is the boards can be used in multiple ways. Like you might be killer on AT. Swap over to street and see if you can slide. See see what else you can do. And then that reinvigorates the passion for learning something new. And I think that's what a lot of these people are like seeing you and going like, I haven't tried to do that. That's what I'm going to 
want to learn. They might be great. They might be able to slide and do all that, but they they sort of want to they want to be like you. <laughs> now, is there anything you wish you knew when you first started eSkate? Ah, uh, I'd say a lot of things. Um, I think definitely the thing that sticks out is the different surfaces, uh, especially the tactile paving. Um, to not lean into it or carve because I'll slide out. Um, a lot of maybe board maintenance. Um, I guess in time for me that it came in time uh, until I started breaking a few things. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of them come in time sort of thing. Can you take us back and tell us why you got into electric skateboarding? Where was the first time you even saw an electric skateboard? Uh, the first time for me, I hadn't seen one in person. Um, I was actually on my phone and I can't actually remember where it was, but there was a small snippet, a video of uh, electric skateboarding and I just remember instantly thinking, what in the world is that? And um, I just kept having a look and kept researching and then decided I want to get my own board and I really like with the Evolve you had the all-terrain option and I think for me that's uh, that was easy, an easy decision for me and I actually hadn't had a test ride before I bought it I just made the de- decision and knew I'm gonna get it I called around local places because I couldn't wait for delivery I just wanted it instantly so uh that's yeah that's how i was introduced to it so very spontaneous i like it (laughs) um had you had previous board experience did snowboard surfboard anything like that uh not so much i've snowboarded once uh so i'm not that great at it still learning uh i've had uh two cruisers Uh, i think they're about 10 years old i wouldn't have called myself a skater I sort of used it to get to and from work so I was working full-time studying part-time and it was maybe a kilometer or two uh, riding into South Bank so that was easy and you know I couldn't do any tricks or anything fancy like that I probably just struggled to stop at the lights sort of thing so that's yeah I'd say that's my experience so nothing yeah had never seen anything electric before until now so it's good so you'd never ridden one before you picked it up from a store i did can you remember that first ride yeah so that was that takes me back to uh suncorp uh, suncorp stadium where i normally go um and i just sort of got uh, when i stepped on the board i guess it's like that big grin you have as a kid you like you sort of feel like a kid again and I just rode around Suncorp, started doing laps and practiced the braking, um, starting to brake aggressively just in case because, you know, these days you don't know what's going to jump out in front of you. So, yeah, lots of uh, big grins. It was very sensible of you to actually go and learn the product in a safe environment. I think that's definitely a point that people should take on board. Like, go and take your time with it. Build up your skills a little bit slowly. Um, and then, you know, once you are out in the real world, if anything does happen, you can, you know, you got it covered. Uh, were you still skating to work at that point? Did you swap it out as a commute option? 
uh, I was actually. So initially when I first bought the board, I didn't actually think I would use it to get to and from work. Uh, but it's every day I take it to and from work and um, yeah, it's just the best way to start the day and end the day, especially after a long, intense day at work. So you've been skating to and from work pretty much since? Yeah, every day, provided it's not raining. So, In the progression of you sort of learning all, all these new skills and stuff you've been doing, have you had many accidents? Plenty that I can't, I've lost count. Um, I still do now, especially when I'm learning new things or I think one of the uh, – a lot of the times that I do have accidents or stacks is when I'm non-committal. So I'm trying something, then I sort of hesitate. Um, but I guess that's where it's good to have protective gear. I've got uh, either my wrist guards or slide parks. So when I take a few slams, it sort of disperses the impact, which, yeah, is very helpful. Yeah, nice. Do you wear any pads? Uh, I do, depending on what I'm doing if i'm doing a lot of uh hands down glove sort of slides i'll throw on some knee pads and elbow pads because i've sort of just i'm still learning with that um so yeah definitely need it are there any riders that you sort of might follow online or you watch what they do outside of brisbane and you're like i want to try that i want to do that yeah uh, i think it's a mix of some of the local riders as well as uh some riders online so whether it's on instagram there's a lot of um really great longboard dancing uh riders out there and um a few people in australia um who do a lot of great slides uh, i think there's quite a few in melbourne yeah um, melbourne's got a pretty big slide community yeah it seems like um they're really uh they're really good at their glove slides it's uh, big thing there and there's a bunch of girls down there doing it too yeah yeah i've seen that which is yeah it's good to see yeah it's awesome um if someone isn't able to come to your demo obviously because they're not here what how do you talk people through things like what advice would you give to say a more novice rider in terms of building up their confidence um, I guess, I mean, it's definitely easier going through it in person, but uh, I guess if they're further away, I'd say go at your own pace um, slowly uh, and practice. Yeah, definitely practice somewhere where you've got space. You don't have to worry about traffic or pedestrians, that sort of thing. And um, and there's plenty of material online, YouTube. Um, there's a lot of help out there i think how do you find dancing because you dance on the stoke which you're very small i guess small feet probably help in that situation um how do you find dancing on that compared to your carbon uh well i first started on the carbon and then got into it uh really into it on the stoke which um if i'm honest is really challenging a little bit easier because i've got I suppose smaller feet but the board itself you don't have much room to dance uh, so there was a lot of tripping on my own feet sort of thing um, but after a while like anything in time you just get more and more comfortable with it things feel more like second nature I just remember the first uh, 
dancing that I did was the cross step on the stoke and at first it was just so hard to place your foot across the other and swing the other one it felt like it weighed a ton because you're not used to moving your legs that much when you're riding you're just standing still shifting your weight um but in time it just got easier and you you sort of loosen up a little bit more and your feet feel lighter compared to when you first started and I think that's why I do a lot more of the dancing now on the stoke just because it's got a bit of that flex compared to the bar uh to the carbon so when I go back to the carbon it just feels rigid it's still doable but uh yeah I'd say a different feeling and yeah that's why I I think one day I'll get the the bamboo yeah I was gonna say the bamboo GTR is oh, on the 97 streets it's good fun um have you seen a guy called TLP Productions in New York Tom Tom yes yes yeah, I have. Yeah. he does some pretty cool moves yeah um, I've seen that really good yeah uh and again he comes from more of a traditional longboard background so he was doing that before electric boards okay so that that's definitely a head start but by no means do you have to have that before you start dancing on electric I would say uh from my experience no like I mean, it definitely helps when you've got some sort of experience, but I don't think it's a showstopper by any means. So, you know, if you're curious about something, it's always worth having a crack and, you know, just small baby steps and, you know, little by little that I think that creates a snowball effect. And before you know it, you're just reflecting and looking at how far you've come. So, yeah, definitely have a crack. You got to start somewhere, so may as well start where wherever you're at. Yeah. Um, the we've seen oh, in the last two three years the ratio of men and female skaters dramatically sort of go to the female side. Still, way more men, um, but there's a lot more women riding now. The Brisbane scene where you are has quite a lot of them. How do you find um, you know women that don't traditionally gravitate towards a sport like this find enjoyment in e-skate i guess that yeah definitely here there's more women and um a lot of partners that come along which is great to see um and yeah it's it's just good to see more and more women i think the first ride that i went to first group ride that i ever went to was uh mostly men and there was one other um female there and eventually in time there was more and more and I think the more you see as as a female um, the more comfortable you are and the more you know you sort of get a bit more confidence to have a go and and get out there so I think it's yeah it's good every everyone supporting each other we see scenes where there are a lot of women sort of draw women in more as well so there's either like none or lots so I don't know what it is, but maybe like you just need some sort of presence there. You need someone saying, hey, look, this is awesome. Take that step into doing it. And then we're all going to have fun. It's going to be sick. So I think um, like your videos are going to be inspiring in a lot of ways to people that aren't maybe in Brisbane, but just watching online going, she can do that. I want to do that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's great to... Um sort of think that it would have that effect um because i know for me it those sort of videos and seeing other women as well in their videos um 
for me that inspires me too and I think it's yeah it's encouraging for other women so the local Brisbane scene's one of the biggest in the world really we get 70 80 people to the a group ride and they're really passionate about their dress up events um we did the like go-kart events we had 150 people there how do you um find that community inspires you to keep doing the events like you're always dressing up you're always turning out um yeah how how do you feel that community makes you want to engage with it I think, um, yeah, it's definitely good to see that. I think even if you just go to one, um, it's it's encouraging to keep going. You just, you know, you go to one, you want more. And I just remember the first group ride, the second group ride, and, you, yeah, you definitely just want more. And even the first Christmas ride that I went to uh, the year before last year, um, it was such a big turnout and so many people – getting into the dre- uh, the costumes and dressing up, which, yeah, is really good to see. And then you see the response from the public. It just puts a big smile on their face seeing all those costumes. And I guess it's that feeling as well. You get to ride in a group, you have fun, and, yeah, you just want more and more. So I remember that 2019 ride. Tell us about your costume. Uh, so my costume was a combination of uh, sleigh, which I had uh, somehow fixed onto my board, uh, made some cuts in the front and back just to, in case I had to bail. I wasn't trapped in that sleigh. And I had a gingerbread, uh, sort of gingerbread. It's They're actually originally gift bags, I believe. Um, and I sort of modified it, put some slits down the side just so I could move around still. Uh, so it was gingerbread in a sleigh little reindeer at the front and um, I just remember that day when I was at home uh, I think I was running late got an uber it was taking a bit longer and it was a small hatchback and I just remember thinking I hope this fits in your boot and it just fit so we're uh, driving along to New Farm and all you could hear was the jingling in the boots of the uh, the bells on the costume um, which was a little bit funny and I remember pulling up and um, the ride had started so you see the the flow of the costumes red all this red and all other costumes coming by and so I just said oh that's all right I can just get off here and got the board out um, and I remember Jeff was there he was riding by and um, I just remember oh I'm just gonna get uh, my costume on I'm there trying to fit it all on and yeah off we went and yeah it was yeah I'd say that would probably be one of my favorite group rides to date yeah that was wicked I remember I was filming and I came up behind you and you were just carving because that would have been the carbon board on street wheels yeah and it was a it looked like a sleigh with wheels because you fully <laughs> covered the board but you were sliding and this back wheel was just like on out either side and this sleigh it just looked like it was drifting along the footpath it was a super cool look yeah it was definitely fine I, I should have said be prepared for a stack because I wasn't sure how I'd go because it was only maybe two weeks beforehand that uh, I'd finally tried the street wheel so yeah Wow, that because that's the first time I remember seeing you ride, and I'm like, she's she can ride, she's super good, because I don't know if I've seen 
many other girls, if any at that stage, actually throwing the board past the point of traction. So yeah, it was super cool. <laughs> and then there was a video you posted of actually doing full reverts or 180s. Yep, on the carbon. Must have been. It was old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that and would have been January when I thought of first attempting it. So, how long did it take you to get it? Uh, maybe two sessions. So uh, I could sort of throw the board out and lose traction, but I, I guess I slowly worked my way to ninety degrees, and a lot of the times I sort of flew off the board because I, I'd, I'd flat spot. Um, but I think once you get to 90 and as one of the other guys as well in our session said, once you get to 90, um, it's probably 15 minutes till you can swing it to 180. And then from then for me, once I got to 180, uh, it was a matter of finding my balance afterwards because I just either fall off or get thrown off. Um, but yeah, it, it, two sessions. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, definitely right. Like once, once you get to 90, it pretty much wants to straighten up. You just have to have the commitment level to push it back a little bit and then it's going to straighten up and then you yeah need to hold on. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, that, that's pretty much going to do us. So is there anything else you wanted to say before we sort of wrap it up? Uh, I guess more of a question for you evolve uh, actually, as well as the community, um, or two questions, I guess. So what are some of the things that you guys like uh, seeing in the community and uh, what are some of the things that you want to see more from the community? Cool. So we love sort of the grassroots culture where community members take it on board to do things like the demos. That's why you're here because that's how a sport starts Eastgate is is very new when you compare it to snowboarding or skateboarding and a brand can be there to do big events and put money into this and that but the people have to be passionate yeah and once the passion's there that's gonna amplify and bring other people together that's what we love and then being sort of a global brand we live on the internet pretty much um content and capturing that and sharing that is the way we can spread it all around the world because like i guarantee you there's people in the uk that have seen your videos and gone and tried it like 100 percent um grassroots culture and sharing the vibe sharing the love and the passion and it's that's how it's going to spread that's what evolve as a brand loves and we try and facilitate where we can like you know, doing the go-kart event where we could pull out all these people. It doesn't matter if you had an Evolve. Everyone come together and have a rad time. And then we want to show everyone else in the world so then hopefully other people can do it too. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, yeah, that's one of the things I've noticed as well in a lot of the rides. It's very, uh, you know, all boards welcome, everyone's welcome, which, yeah, is really good to see. Cool. Do you want to give yourself a shout out on the socials? My Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can just put it up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it up. Go follow her. <laughs> <laughs> In the link. So, yeah. Yep. As for us, you can catch the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, pretty much anywhere you're going to watch a podcast. Um, and that's pretty much it. We'll, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me, Maddie. Thank you.